Welcome to Craft Heads Podcast, episode 138. This is the podcast about nothing, but also everything, where every episode is something different. Uh, this week, I am joined by a good longtime friend of mine, Kaylee, a.k.a. Gailey. You may recognize his voice. He was on episode 12, 68, and 86. So welcome back, Gailey, to the fourth episode that you've been on for Craft Heads Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time for a long fan. <laughs> long was it? Was Yodi the original long fan? No, I think I was the first first time you, on two v one. Oh my god! Yeah, way back in the yeah. day. You're right. I so because I, I meant to say long time fan, and I just said long yes. fan. <laughs> you are a long. You are now a. You're the longest CHP fan. That's right. Well, for. For anybody joining us uh, for the first time, uh, usually my co-host, uh, my best friend of 21, two years, something like that, he and I have a particular topic or we'll just sort of bullshit for however long. Um, this one will be a, a relatively faster episode, I think, but um, we also have an, an adult beverage of some kind, whether it's a craft beer or a crafty cocktail or wine or what have you. So um, I am... I'll introduce mine quickly only because it's it's a good theme for today. I, I mentioned that I wanted to keep us at like, you know, right around a half an hour. Uh, Yaley's got some Valentine's Day plans, which um, as of today, that's tomorrow because today's February 13th, but I should have this released tomorrow. And in the spirit of just sort of getting in and out here, I am drinking the Quick Step, which is a cocktail made of mezcal, mezcal, mezcal. I never know which one to, to land on there. Um, dry vermouth. A jalapeno infused tequila, which I did myself, except I did with ha <clears throat> habaneros actually, Ooh. and some uh, peach liqueur. So it pretty much looks like water. Only Kaylee can see this, but um, I had I had two really good cocktails last night. This one was actually the weaker of the two. Uh, I'll feature the other one on another episode. I just liked this name so much because it reminded me of the good old Dead Rising days uh, <laughs> with my friend Zitchy. Whenever we would blend up the Quick Step. So, very nice. What do you have, Yaley? Um, well, I, I hinted at this earlier, but I am just, I'm fucking dead today. Uh, friend of mine showed up unexpected from out of town last night and we went out on the town and got in one. So I probably shouldn't be drinking today, but in the spirit of the podcast, uh, maybe a little bit of the hair of the dog that bit me will help. So I have a Great Lakes, it's called Dank Demon, mm. which I also find appropriate. Uh, it's an Imperial Dank IPA, whatever the fuck that means. Probably really hoppy. Uh, it's probably going to smell and taste like weed. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with that then. Yeah. Uh, well, that's just my guess. It is you let me know. <laughs> 70 IBUs. And eight percent ABV. Very nice. So, well, thank you for your dedication, Yaley, and uh, cheers to you. I hope that takes the sting off of your day. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But cheers. So, cheers. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody listening. Um, for the record, I and I feel like the average person thinks Valentine's Day is very stupid. Just in general, it's like a a cash grab holiday to sell flowers and chocolates and everything else. Um, Tara and I are sitting around watching Sopranos and playing Skyrim and drinking wine all day. So that's 
pretty awesome. But today um, or tomorrow? Uh, today. Oh. But thank you for taking the time out of your day, Yaley, because I know you had stuff going on earlier, doing some ice skating and doing some stuff later as well for dinner. So much appreciated. Yeah, that was a long time coming. Uh, you know, Kate and I have been together for almost four years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're a hockey player and you've never taken me ice skating. So I've tried to explain this to her. I'm like, I would love to take you ice skating, but you have to understand, like, as a hockey player, there is nothing more boring than skating around a fucking circle with nothing to do. Yep. It's probably more boring than, like, walking, like, out and, you know, taking a walk in nature or something. Yeah, because, like, you know, I don't have to you know, put shoes on, but, like, that's second nature. I put skates yeah. on, I'm going to play hockey. Yes, so, exactly. But I did it. I finally did it, and I surprised her with it, and she was happy. Good. And she skated well very well. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I've been ice skating, to be honest. It's been a very long time, but I can remember the very first time I ever ice skated. I remember thinking how remarkably similar it feels to uh, rollerblading, you know, just to a noob. Like, I remember thinking, oh, I, I can do this. Not like a pro, but it felt somewhat similar. Uh, they're essentially the same thing with some small differences. I'm sh- I'm sure, dude. Same um, range of but, motion and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, the topic. Oh, I thought this would be appropriate. I've I've shot a couple of texts back and forth just randomly about this with with Kaylee before, and um, I think it's something a lot of people would be able to relate to nowadays. So it's you know I mentioned it's it's February thirteenth, twenty twenty two, of course. So we're we're just under a full two years, like officially into the pandemic. Cause that was March, 2020, whenever that was made official, at least in the States. Yeah. And uh, a, a thing that I've talked about with several people, a couple of close friends, uh, even a, a colleague, it randomly came up and it, it affects people very differently is the effect of the pandemic on relationships with significant others. So whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever, whatever. Um, it's, it's definitely affected people in, in different ways, sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. You know, there's the obvious, I can remember even a year ago, I was hearing about like, you know, divorce rates being up because of people, especially in white collar jobs where they normally had, you know, time apart during the day, suddenly they're both crammed at home, you know, that might be even exacerbated if they have kids or whatever. So there there are just so many different variables. Everybody has different experiences along these lines. So I'm not at all saying one is right or wrong or good or bad. I just wanted to talk with somebody uh, about their experiences and, and how they feel about it. So uh, Yaley, I'll let you just sort of take the reins and just, you know, from the brief conversations that we've had, what what are some of the experiences that you've had and would you say it's been a a positive negative or just sort of you adapted to it and it is what it is uh certainly not just like adapted uh, i think for kate and i it was and it's probably the same for i would presume it would be the same for a lot of people but i think with us it was both like um really good for us and also like a challenge 
because, you know, they say you never know someone until you live with them. Well, live with them and never get to leave (laughs) and try that one. And, you know, for how long did we have like a shutdown? I know it it varied state to state and PA was probably the worst one of the worst. It, it was definitely one of the stricter ones. That's that's for sure. Yeah, like one of the last to open back up, like all the way. Um, so I can't even remember how long the actual shutdown was for. But um, what is time anymore, anyways? Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, Kate and I were both fortunate um, where we were both working full time throughout the whole thing. Like none of us had any time lost at work or any cash flow restricted or anything like that. So we were both pretty fortunate in that regard. So, you know, we were at least able to keep busy with our work schedules as normal. Um, Kate did have to work at home for about, I don't know, I would say like six weeks. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess there was a bit of jealousy there because I had to go into work every day like normal. So I was a little bit jealous, but I think with Kate, especially with what she does, uh, she's in social work and works in mental health and drug and alcohol and stuff. Um, but I think that created a pretty big challenge for her because so much of her job is in person. So they were basically reverting back to telehealth and everything like that. So I think that created a lot of stress for them. Plus like all their, you know, all their revenue is generated from like booking actual hours, like face to face time, like people coming in and having sessions and stuff like that. So whenever doing telehealth, like a lot of people just flaked out on it. So they ran into a bind there. Um, but yeah, I worked the whole time through and I would say, like I was saying before, there was challenges, and but I would still lean towards overall. Um, I think it brought us closer together because we were just, you know, we we couldn't do much. We found like different cool activities, as I'm sure a lot of people did, to do together, just like around the house. Obviously, you know, in the warmer months in PA, we were working out in our garden a lot, uh, taking care of the house. Like we've been making, even to this day, we're constantly trying to make like updates to improve our home. And, uh, so we did a lot of that in the nicer months, uh, like in the springtime and stuff like that when things were still shut down. Um, so that was super, that was fun. And like, um, a good bonding experience for like both of us, like building a home together in general and whatever way that, you know, someone someone chooses to do it um i think it's a pretty cool bonding experience and it it just it's hard to explain like why that brings you closer together i don't really know but it's just like that weird uh like i guess i would call it like an aura like a feeling that's just like positive like you're doing something with the person that you love and you're building a home together it's not really said or like spoken about it's just kind of like both of you kind of acknowledge it. I don't know if that makes sense, but actually it makes great sense. And if I may interject here, cause only cause you gave me such a good segue Yaley is 
one of the things that I talk to people, especially if, if they're having any struggles with, with relationships, and I try and remind them only because it's been so important to me, is um, before Tara and I got married, um, we're Catholic, so we had to go through, uh, you have to go through basically this, this, it's not a long thing, like a course where maybe six six weeks or something, like one every week. And um, basically, you go through and you meet all these other uh, couples uh, who are also going to get married. You have sort of like a session facilitator, all of that kind of stuff. And um, each week, we also had like a, another older married, and when I say older, that you know, usually um, middle-aged at oldest, but you know, they had been married for several years at least or something like that. And uh, they would always have really interesting things and experiences to share. Everybody was different, of course, but the one couple said something that really, really stuck out to me. And that was that they focused on constantly saying, you're on the same team. And that has stuck with me ever since then. And so to your point, Yaley, it's kind of hard for you to put into words and, and explain that bonding process, as you put it. But I would I would say my attempt at putting it into words is saying, you're working towards something with a teammate. You know, you're not alone. You're not stuck on your own trying to handle something like a big burdensome project all by yourself. You have a teammate. And it's really important to remember that now more than ever, especially for people who who do struggle with, you know, like the um, extended amounts of time together and everything else. You have to remember that if if you're with somebody and 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 you and you're with the right person, I'll say, it is good to remember that, especially if you get into like a small argument or have like small trivial issues. Just remember you're on the same team, like you're supposed to be working toward everything uh, together. So if you're fighting, you're fighting your own team. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, so you know, it, that's that concept applies both ways. Yeah, that's certainly something like that phrase, like we're on the same team. You know, if Kate and I ever do get into like a little disagreement about something, like a lot of the time it's just like, you know, emotion or you're tired or frustrated or whatever it is. Like sometimes you just uh, unknowingly are like taking it out on your on your life partner or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes Kate would say to me or I would say to her like, hey, we're on the same team. Remember, like we're here to support one another. Like, like it's totally natural. Like if you're super frustrated, had a rough day at work or whatever to like kind of vent those frustrations and things. But you know, if you're in a bad mood, sometimes you may snap at one another. I'm sure everybody does that from time to time. Um, but you know, if everything is, if something like starts to go South and it could go South, just be like, Hey, we're on the same team. Like we are here to support each other through the tough times. And we're always able to like, if we remind each other of that, which both of us do, and Kate's probably better at it than I am, because, I mean, I can get rolling pretty quick sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, like if if something just hits me, I can just kind of go off on a a tangent. I'm sure anybody that knows me is familiar with one of these experiences, (laughs) Um, but you know, Kate's really good at like just absorbing my bullshit and like if I start going to a point where she's like had enough she won't like snap at me she'll just give me that kind of reminder like hey like we're on the same team I know you're frustrated like we'll work through it together like I'm 
here to support you. And yeah. that's something I think is huge. And we definitely did, you know, our fair share of that. But like I, like I said, overall, I think everything is more positive than like way more positive than, than negative with us as far as that's concerned. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I like hearing it firsthand from people, um, you know, friends and strangers alike, obviously. Um, I, I have firsthand, like anecdotally, I've heard more good than bad, but maybe that's just because of the circle of people that I have around me. You know, I, I totally, I do understand that other people have had very different experiences, uh, you know, where a relationship has fallen apart or they've gotten divorced or whatever. And I just feel like, in general, uh, from only from my perspective, the person that you're spending time with, whether it's a long, a long time significant other, or or you're married or whatever, like if if that's something that you're working toward is being together in the long run, I just feel like it's it's sort of um, it might even be helpful if something bad does happen and your re- relationship is deteriorating. Maybe consider that as um, as a sign that, you know, maybe that person isn't right for you. Uh, I'm, you know, it's definitely not a hard and fast rule, but you know, from, for me, when it comes to spending time with Tara, we're, it, I should say each other, we're attached at the hip. And that's for the very simple reason that there is nothing, nothing, no exception in my life that is better without Tara. So I'm, for me, it's just like, I'd, I'd like to be around you as much as I can be around you until we croak. So and she feels the same way. Um, the the one weird thing that I'll say that has affected us, I'll say, even more in the past few weeks, is that Groundhog Day effect, and it has nothing to do with with each other. It just feels like we've been in this pandemic for two years, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Where has all this time gone? And you know, I've I've had a some job changes. So, so did Tara. Um, she had one job change, you know, we got married, we did a lot of traveling in 2021, which was absolutely incredible. But, um, and this is, this is not as much on the relationship topic. This is more on the pandemic side of things. It's just like one day sort of blends into the next. And I don't know about you, but she and I are, we're ready to realize some of our dreams or like put some concrete plans into place to achieve those, you know, they're not going to happen overnight, but it's like, to that team thing, we want to constantly start working on stuff and be like, hey, anything that we want to do, we can accomplish faster together. And we're just, we're like really focused on the next chapter of life and everything because we've gotten the relationship, you know, perfect, spot on, down pat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a good thing. That's a good side of the pandemic for us. We we got exactly what we wanted because we're both, um, I'm mostly remote and, and Tara's still fully remote, but man, it, it is kind of crazy when you look back on just kind of swirling around in this weird world that we live in, you know, and I'm, I've never really been much of an optimist when it comes to getting back to quote unquote normal, whatever that is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what's next, you know, with all of this stuff. So I would just say, um, definitely it's a good opportunity if you have had any opportunity or you know any issues with relationships that you're in listener you know i hope this is a good opportunity for you to sort of stop and think about it um i have another really good friend of ours i won't mention her name cuz i didn't ask her for her permission but um she said that she feels like she lost some independence as a result of 
in her relationship as a result of the pandemic. But no, she didn't say that was a bad thing. She just said it sort of naturally made her more dependent on her partner. And I thought that was really interesting. And I'm glad that while that doesn't sound like a good thing, it, it wound up being a good thing for her, you know? So don't be afraid of having circumstances like that changing your life. Like if you're becoming more dependent on your partner, I, I personally think as long as it's a, an even give and take, I think that's a healthy thing. I think that's a good thing. So what about you, uh, Kaylee, have you or Kate along those lines, does that even apply to you in terms of like interdependence or has that sort of been the same throughout? So whoever your friend was that, that said that, I find that comment like kind of interesting because like you were saying, I don't really think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Like, yes, everybody has their own like independence in varying degrees and some people are stronger just as individuals than others. But I think like when you're in a relationship, you know, obviously I don't know everything about them and I'm always trying to learn the best way to do things. Like that's something that I always relate to Kate, like if I ever screw up, I'm like, you know, I'm no one's perfect. I'm always striving to learn and do better in every aspect of my life that I can. Um, so I find that comment interesting because the reliance, like they say, you said dependence. So that can mean a varying amount of different things. Yes, you know, that, exactly. There's so many different ways to be quote unquote dependent. Um, but you know, relying on your partner, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Like the person that you are with should be that person that you rely on. If you're going through hard times, like that should always be your fallback. Like at least that's the way that Kate and I do it. Like if we're going through, like if I'm going through something at work or something personal with my family or something like that, you know, she is always there no matter what. And like, I does that make me dependent on Kate because like I have the comfort of knowing she will be there if things get too much for me or something, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's an absolute positive and I try to reciprocate that as much as I can for her. And I think I, I would agree that like, um, you know, that reliance on each other probably did grow with the pandemic just because of the amount of time that you're spending together um, was obviously increased. At least it was for us. And um, yeah, I think that, I think that that's a good thing. Um, So when I say like, you know, I think we, we grew and had more positive than like overall because of it. um, That that's a prime example of how that would happen. Just being that person to fall back to or always be there. Like uh, that's a, that's a staple for me. If that's not happening in a relationship that I'm in, then I don't think it will work. Yep. um, I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. So I I don't think sort of go ahead. No, I was just going to like, Kate is so independent. She's probably one of the most independent women I've ever met. She's very strong-willed and she, like, I could disappear tomorrow and hopefully she'd be a little bit upset. Um, 
go through an, appro- an appropriate amount of grieving. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's so strong and, like, her work ethic is insane and just anything she cares about, which is she's extremely selfless, so she cares about other people, like, so much. And she usually puts herself um, last, which is a super endearing quality. And, um, but I've, you know, she would be able to get through anything, I feel like. And I, like, it's awesome. obviously things get stressful for both of us and we're always there for each other. But yeah, I, I think that that's a good thing. I agree with you. It's so, one of the things that you and I just got to the bottom of is the way the word dependent is viewed. And I agree there's there's different lenses and different meanings, you know, like if you're if you're financially dependent on somebody because you're a bum, then that's a bad thing. If you are emotionally dependent in the the sense that well, let me actually I'll, I'll use myself as an example. We had some friends in town. Um, shout out Kai and Sam. Thanks for coming down to Atlanta. That was awesome. I was talking to uh, Kai in the car. We were actually just dri- out driving doing some errands. We were talking about relationships. They were another couple that they said that um, they spend all their time together. They're dependent on each other. Or like they would rather be together than not. You know, they're not crazy about taking solo work trips or anything like that. And I, I said very freely in the car, I was like, I would rather be dead than not be with Tara. Now, does that mean I'm emotionally dependent? Maybe, yes, but it, like... It's just saying, like, I have found peace and joy and love in my life. And if you removed her from that equation, I no longer would have those things. So, yes, I'm emotionally dependent in that sense, but I think that makes perfect sense. I mean, you probably should feel that way if your wife died or disappeared (laughs) or husband. Yeah, I think that what you just referenced, like being emotionally dependent on someone, um, like in, in regards to Tara or Kate for me, like that is something that is, that grows over time. That's not like something that you're just like, I think if you like have emotional dependence on other people when you're not with someone, I don't want to offend anybody. (laughs) Um, yeah, but like that, that might be viewed as a negative if you're emotionally dependent upon others, like when you're not with that person, you know, as a life partner, romantically, or however you you want to do it. Um, if it's not give and take, 50-50. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, like, that's if huge. you're just depending on people emotionally all the time, that might be viewed as a negative. But I think when it comes to a significant other or a life partner or whatever you want to call it, I think that that's something that's, you know, earned and grows over time. And I think that that is a good thing. And I think that's totally natural. And I think that's the way it kind of should be. Yep. Yeah. I feel like that's, you should work toward the relationship. Um, you know, if this is something that you want in your life, if you're like in a monogamous relationship and you want to love one person, like my goal is I'm 31 now. I want to be that person who, if God forbid, Tara goes before me, I hope I die a week later whenever we're 90 <laughs> or whatever, you know, like, cause I just, I can't imagine being with somebody for that long and having them by your side all your life. And then they're no longer there. And you're like, wow, what is the point of being alive now? You know, it, as long as everybody has a long, healthy life, of course, you know, like if, 
that's it's it's a thousand times more tragic if that happens to somebody at a young age. So yeah, yeah, I think I think what we've what we've gotten to here from our perspective is you know like it's 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 a good thing to if if you spend more time with somebody whether it's because of uh, a pandemic or working circumstances change or whatever the hell it is. I mean, if you spend more time with somebody and you become closer to them and more dependent on them, that's, that's just a sign that you are indeed compatible, you know, whereas like it, it would, it's just such a foreign concept to me. The idea of, um, if Tara and I both started working from home and we were like crowding each other or getting sick of each other or vice similarly, if, if, we had work trips and, you know, you talk to someone and be like, oh, I get to, you know, I'm, I get to escape from the wife for a week or whatever. I'm always kind of like, I don't, I can't, that's cool for you, but I, I can't relate to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, to me. I think like that's a, you know, probably guys are more guilty of that than, uh, I think than so. the ladies. Um, yeah. and I think kids probably have a big, play a big factor in that. <laughs> mm. Um, for sure. Just because what a stressful endeavor that, might be <laughs> definitely so disclaimer for the listeners Yaley and I do not have children so yeah I totally can and and so far for both of us that's by design yeah <laughs> so. uh, I'd like to keep it that for as long as I possibly can sorry Kate <laughs> no, dude human biology is uh garbage and unfair I was talking to uh, a colleague about this and it's like to to me, it makes perfect logical sense to make sure that you – it's kind of like I always use the analogy of when you're on an airplane. If the oxygen masks deploy, you're supposed to do yours first and then help other people. Yeah. To me, it should be the same thing about having kids. Get your shit together. Yeah. Make sure like you are you know, golden. Yeah. And then Thanks. once you've achieved everything that you want and need to do, it's like – okay, I can make a little copy of myself now and I can dedicate some time to that, you know? Yeah. So, but back to the biology thing with, with the, you know, average human female, they start their, they have issues, you know, in mid thirties and beyond. And it, it's mm-hmm. scary. It's yeah. bullshit. It's totally unfair. And meanwhile, a guy can, if he still works, he could have a kid when he's 70 or yep. 80, who knows? Yeah. So that's the only thing that really sucks about the, uh, Walter Frey style. I, <laughs> I'm definitely in favor of take your time on that. At least it's been good to me. So yeah, Kate and I obviously talked about that a lot. Obviously, we want to be married first, and that's obviously in the in the agenda. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I always joke with her because you know, I I'm not ready right now, and but you know, like you referenced, you know, the biological clock is ticking yeah. yeah for everyone every female so uh i understand her urgency and it's not like she's like i want a kid right now um but you know i always joke with her like yeah i'm, I'm fine with just never having kids and i know she wants kids and i i would like to have a kid or two one day no more than two um, that's where we're at yeah yeah no more than two Tara and i want kids when we're like 40 yeah <laughs> but then you're inviting all kinds of wild complications there so yeah and uh like i said i I would like to one day but you referenced the whole thing about being ready yourself Mm -hmm. and that is something that is the only real deterrent for me is you know i'm still 
and when I say myself, I mean Kate and I together. Like I want to make sure that we're in the best place possible before we want to bring a life into the world. Yep. So there's there's a few more you know T's to cross and I's to dot before that can happen. But you know, like you said, you and Tara have been like really focusing on like what the next chapter and and stuff like that. That's really, really aligned with what Kate and I are doing right now. Like we're really starting to plan for the future and buckling down at work and trying to get the most out of either our current jobs or look for other ones, whatever we have to do to set us, set ourselves up for like the best possible scenario where we could have kids. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. I love it. And with that, um, we're, we're about at a half an hour, so I know you have dinner plans. I want you guys to be able to celebrate part two of your, your Valentine's Day and your relationship. So um, if, if you don't have any other clothing thoughts, we can probably wrap this up. I have one more thing I wanted to pick your brain about. Let's do it. Aligned with how, this topic. the demon dank, by the way? It's exactly, like you said, extremely hoppy. Um, okay. Very, Perfect. very hoppy. But it's good. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. And it's it's making me feel better. That's that shit works, Good. dude. There's a lot of truth to that, <laughs> dude. Your body your body's going through withdrawal, and you're like, here, fine, fuck you. Yeah, I Have am a, little bit more. a raging alcoholic. <laughs> um, Ditto. <laughs> so, in the same spirit of everything we've been talking about, like this whole. You know, whether the pandemic was good or bad for your relationship or or whatever, I'm curious because you and I both like obviously you're married. You and Tara are married, like Tommy is married, um, and Kate and I are not married, but we live together, and we mm-hmm. have lived together for over three years now. So I'm curious how it would affect people in a relationship who don't live together. Yeah, totally. Like, it, it might, it almost have very, it might have very little uh, effect and you know I, first of all um as as part of winding down on this episode i want to definitely i would love to hear from anybody and their experiences obviously listeners patrons alike but you know i don't care if you're a total stranger um let us know uh you can always email us at craftheadspodcast at gmail.com um find us on patreon.com slash craftheadspodcast we have the discord community and everything that you can become a part of if, if you patron up um because i, I i'd love to hear not not because I want anybody I don't want to hear about bad experiences, but you know just different experiences and everything like that. And for people who don't live together, um, that's something I strongly recommend to everybody. With a when you're when you get into a serious relationship and you first of all, first of all ask yourself the question like, could you see yourself being with them in the long term? Whether that's marriage or however you define that. If that answer is no. At that point, you know, you may or may not be wasting your time, but certainly don't move in together. Yeah. Um, but if that is something that you're looking at in the future, then yes, I would I would definitely recommend that. And I I said this once already on the episode earlier. I come from a fairly old school family. I'm, I'm Catholic and everything else. But I I, I even with the um my ex before Tara, you know, like I wanted to live with her because I was like if you don't know what you're going to get until you live with somebody. And that is just an old antiquated thing 
about waiting until marriage. Like I'm, I'm just going to say that outright because that is, in my humble opinion, a total recipe for a disaster. I so, couldn't agree more. Yeah. I talk about that fairly frequently with just whoever is, you know, if we're, if we're talking about Kate or whatever, um, with, with a friend or something like that, um, you know, I can't, I could never imagine like the old school ideology of like you, you date, you have your courtship or whatever, and then you propose and then you get married and then you move in together. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well, that that's, you know, that's the first step, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you have to yeah. do that. Like, how can you sign up for a lifelong contract without living with someone? Yeah. Like, I mean, and, that's... And there's so many different I, dynamics I, that go into that, too. Like, uh, like countless. And and you have no idea what, what you could be getting into because you don't know someone. That That's a pretty common saying. You don't know someone until you live with them. So, you know, my parents were fairly religious, um, especially my dad. And, you know, when we were younger, they, you know, oh, no girlfriends can stay over. You know, Mm -hmm. if they are, like, you have to sleep in separate bedrooms and stuff like that. And even, like, when we were, like, 18 into, like, early 20s, if we wanted to have a girlfriend come over, like, they would be like, oh, you guys got to stay in separate bedrooms. I'm like, come on, are you kidding me? Um, but now, you know, both of my brothers are married with kids and like if Kate and I needed to stay at my parents' house, they wouldn't do that any longer. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm so glad you brought this up, Yaley, because I do have to just give us a small story to everybody. If anybody listening, like, sorry, this will make boomers irate everywhere, but and, and I, I love and respect both of my parents, you know, to death as, as anybody could or should. But I remember it, I, we were up north for the holidays at Christmas time. This was a few years ago. Tara and I were not officially married yet, but we were going to get married. And like my dad, my dad knew as soon as he saw us together, like that we were going to be together the same way we did, but yeah. not getting down that whole um, tangent. I just... This is going to sound funny. I like sat him down and I was like, dad, I know, you know, historically, anytime that we've visited for the hall, you know, me, for example, me and my ex or whatever, I'd be like, we didn't stay in the same room together and all that stuff. I was like, uh, that's something that's really important to both of us. And I'm just, (laughs) I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm, I am too old for that. And I have the financial means to have accommodations elsewhere. So I was like, these are the options. Um, we can come home and stay with the family and stay in our room together, or I'm going to stay at the Wyndham yeah. by the yeah. airport. And he was like, damn it. Yeah. He was like, it's fine. Exactly. And like, he hated that I put him in that position and I didn't do it to be combative. I was just like, I'm, I'm not going to not sleep with Tara. I'm yeah. just not going to do that. This is the way so, it is. Yeah. So exactly. it's, yeah. So. You either want me here or you want me in a hotel. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want me to waste money and not be away from you whenever we get to fly up here, like once every quarter at most? Yeah. You know? And God, you, it's, you, it's even less now. You took the time and money to fly up there. Now what? You're going to make yes. me spend more money to go to stay in a hotel. Yeah. I, I knew I had the Trump card because he wanted to see his son. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all good. So uh, yeah, I've uh, awesome. had many conversations about that. It's pretty fun. Yep. 
Well, I'm glad it's, it sounds like you would probably be at that arrangement now, nowadays, which is a good thing. I mean, we're, we're, we're all adults here and that we've been adults for some time. We're like full on full ass adults. So yeah, I don't know. I think these are all, these are all important things to, to think about and consider in regard to relationships. Um, and again, any, uh, anybody else has any other feedback, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. And, um, Kaylee, thank you for taking the time out of your, out of your busy day to record here. And, uh, I see Kate floating around in the back there, probably getting ready. So I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Thanks, man. Yeah. We're uh, going to go out to a, a nice dinner. She doesn't know where I'm taking her, but, uh, should be a nice time. I'd... You're just full of surprises today. Yeah, I try. I'm, she guesses every fucking surprise I ever try. Every gift yeah. I ever get, she fucking guesses it. She knows everything. I can't Did you get her on the, the ice skating though. Uh, no, I, I did oh, until did. today. <laughs> Cause like I had to tell her, I was like, yeah, dress like kind of warm, like dress like you're going on a hike in 40 degrees. But like, you like, I did, you know, don't wear jeans or something. Away. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you're probably going to guess it. And I was like, do you know what it is? And she sent like a, um, a photo of like some guy falling down <laughs> in ice skating. And I was like, God damn Nailed it. Nailed it. She she Love always it. guesses it. So she doesn't know what we're going for dinner though, and she'll never be able to figure that one out. So I'll at least have that. All right. Well, hurry up before she has too much time to think about it. We'll do. Oh, and by the way, for the listeners, uh, if you're seeing the the picture on this episode, you'll see the fancy ass uh, new shakers, cocktail shakers that we got. So um, if you're interested in any of our swag, which we have a ton at this point, the CHP masks, shirts, um, the shakers. There's something else I'm forgetting already. Definitely have a few stickers lying around. Um, wow. What is the other thing? Oh, the hats also. So let us know. I told you already about the Patreon, the email, and all that stuff. You know how to get a hold of us. So thank you for listening. Yaley, thank you for joining. Thank you for having and, me. Um, absolutely. We'll see you all next time. Happy Valentine's Day. See you. I'm going to hit record and test one, two, cock. Make sure. Cock. Cock. I think I'm good to go. Okay. I love cock. <laughs>